guys, what's up? This guy, <laughs> as you already know, we're Jams. I'm Janaya. I'm Amy. I'm Marissa. Welcome back to another episode, episode 187, where we talk about the best type of jam, the communication jam. I'm just saying, my favorite jam is boysenberry, by the way. Besides the point, irrelevant. Anyways, let's get started, shall we? you have been in the situation where no matter how much you talk and talk and tell someone your viewpoint they're just not getting it right no matter how much you change your approach and your delivery they're just not understanding your viewpoint whether that's to a family member whether that's to your spouse just like our speaker Keisha Brewer was talking about we all have these experiences where we find ourselves unable to communicate that's exactly what we're going to go into today so starting off with our first question have you guys ever been in a situation where you can't seem to communicate with the other person well? Okay, so coming from a, from a friendship perspective, Janaya, sometimes when we talk, we'll, we will be talking about a very controversial topic like pineapple on pizza. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes we cannot communicate well because we don't consider each other's viewpoints and it just doesn't end very well. So, yeah. Well, I mean... Honestly, I've had different experiences where it's like, I'll be talking to the person and I can tell there's something wrong. Like I can tell they're mad. And this happened to me a couple of days ago where my friend was mad at me and I was like trying to get her to tell me why she was mad at me. And I asked her and everything and like, she just refused to tell me why. And it's stuff like that where you just need communication on both sides to work out the conflict. Okay, Amy, so going back to your last answer and how you said it's important to um, see communication through both ends, do you think it's important to have communication with your teachers? Um, well, according to a research made by Pew Research, college-educated Americans were more likely to point to communication, writing, logic, and science skills as important when compared with those with a high school education or less. So we see here that people that have more academic experience, those in college, seem to prefer communication as a skill to have and we can apply that to the way that they probably viewed their classrooms as like they probably valued their communication with their teacher because you know you need you need your communication with your teacher to get your assignments your homework in whatever you need i feel like that communication is a big part in the school sense because a lot of students that don't have a relationship with their teacher feel like they can't raise their hand or even ask a question or they can't go up to their teacher and ask, how can I get my grade up? Because the relationship's never there due to communication. You tell me, cause I asked a friend the other day, let's meet up face to face. They said, all right, what time you wanna Skype? I responded with OMG. SRS and then a bunch of SMHs and realize what about me? Do I not have the patience to have conversation without abbreviation? So based off of what we just heard from Prince Ia, how does technology affect communication within the education system? So from a historical perspective, you see that communication within technology has changed from the 1950s to now. You see that in courtrooms, now discussions can be taken on a virtual level, then on a real life level and many decisions can be made over the phone than actually confronting the person about that decision. 
So we can also see it in um, a positive perspective, such as resources are open to everyone. So since we have new advances in technology, everyone has access to educational op uh, um, open educational resources, or we have more high quality engaging visual aids that are available to illustrate to students. Um, it, also, it can also increase communication with email, the internet, or how we use Google Classroom or Remind. Um, we can just simply send a text if we ever have a question. Yeah, and we see this to be extremely useful now, especially with this whole um, quarantine that we're under. We see a lot of students going into um, Zoom and Google Classroom as a way to get their assignments done. However, this is also not a very effective way as opposed to actual real-life classroom setting because we see a lot of students have been dropping um, dropping their work, not doing any of it, and not joining Zoom um, lessons and stuff like that. And we can also see this in our personal relationships. Okay, so since you said that sometimes it's not always effective to communicate through technology, do you think there's a difference between texting someone every day versus seeing them face-to-face -face and having an actual conversation? According to Forbes, it, it states, since the mid-1990s, the internet has, has had a revolutionary impact on communication, including the rise of near-instant communication by electronic mail, instant messaging, voice over internet protocol, Telephone calls, two-way inactive video calls, discussion forums, blogs, and social networking. We all noticed that the most important one said here was instant messaging. We use messaging on a day-to-day -day basis, but sometimes you don't get your point across through texting. And it's, it's like when you're having a serious conversation with someone, it's important to see the raw emotion that they're trying to portray to you. And if you have that conversation through text messages, it's kind of hard to decipher what kind of emotion they're giving off or what even their body language is. So it's kind of more beneficial just to have a conversation in person just so you can like experience or understand what their point of view of what they're trying to say and how they're trying to say it. And also it just kind of gets rid of any, any space for misinterpretation because during texting we oftentimes say things and then it just gets misinterpreted and emojis just don't cover that. We're telling our kids all the ways that they've done this thing incorrectly, of course, right? And the subtext for this, honestly, is um, I know what's happening. I have this figured out. It's my perspective matters right now. Shut up and listen. So according to Beth Lofstrom, she uses a phrase, subtexting. And she's practically stating, for example, when many people use the phrase, I'm fine, in reality, they're not really fine. So do you feel that texting is affecting the way people portray their feelings? Um, well, just like you were saying, I think that's completely true. Things like, I'm fine. Like, people just text things like that. Like, I'm fine. Or, yeah, I'm okay. When really, they're not saying what they're meaning to say. So I feel like texting just kind of limits what a person is trying to say. Or even if they do want to talk about it, they just feel so limited with their words through text. I feel like some people use a lot of subtexting sub because they really don't want to ex have to explain themselves to other people or maybe feel vulner vulnerable with the situation that they're in. So for example, maybe when people do say, like you said, I'm fine or I'm okay or there's nothing to worry about, they just don't want to explain themselves because they just don't want other people to know maybe or... 
Okay, so based off of what you were saying about people feeling vulnerable and not wanting to communicate through text messages, do you feel like it's this lack of communication that's a big reason for relationship failure? Well, according to yourtangle.com, it is, it's pulled that 100 mental health professionals found that communication problems were cited as the most common factor that leads to divorce, to divorce which is 65%. And followed by couples' inability to resolve conflict, which is 43%. So it's like, if you have no communication in a relationship, it's basically going to flop. Because communication in a relationship is key. And in many cases, a lot of people think that it's... When you have a conflict, a lot of people think it's um, two people versus each other. Rather than the two people versus the problem. So I feel like if you kind of understand like where they're coming from then like it'd be okay i guess so miscommunication is a big part of marriage i feel um if there's like no communication throughout that relationship or marriage it leads to more lies between one of the spouses which can lead to a bigger problem such as like marissa was saying divorce which is a reason why communication is such a big part of marriage talking about communication through a technological perspective as well as educational and relationship um what do you think the incoming generations can change based off learning from past generations well going back to our three topics that we focused on many incoming generations can learn that communication is a big deal in any perspective that you see it in so if you see it in as a relation as a as a relation perspective as a relationship as a relationship perspective (laughs) you can see that miscommunication will lead to divorce if you just have the communication your marriage will perfectly be fine or if you see it as a technological standpoint that many messages are misinterpreted because there's no communication. And lastly, if you look at it as an educational standpoint, you can see that you're most likely going to be confused in the class that you're struggling with because you don't have that relationship, you don't have that communication with your teacher. And having communication skills is really a big um, essential life skill, especially with school since you really need to um, contact like teachers or other counselors or the principal if anything like important to ask and also in relationships because you just don't want your relationship to fail if you have no communication so you really need to understand other people's perspectives and coming on to another question that I have um how do you think we can overcome this communication barrier um to be honest I feel like in order to actually overcome this communication barrier we really do just need to talk about it and not feel afraid to say what we need to say because in reality it's better to say what you need to say as opposed to just keep part of it in because a lot of the times when we're talking to somebody we say like part of it and then we feel afraid that they're going to judge us or we feel afraid of being vulnerable to that person and in reality we just need to take away all that fear and just say what we need to say. Okay guys so that was the tea on communication. Thank you for listening. I'm Janaya. I'm Amy. I'm Marissa. And stay tuned next week for another Jams production episode where Janaya will be telling us about the different types of bees. Thank you. Proceed. Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs>